Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever considered that we are living in a unique time? that something world-changing is about to happen, and that it might concern you. If so, you're in the right place. Keep listening, and you'll hear thought-provoking views behind the news that point to a new and better future for all. Many people now sense that humanity is not alone. So consider this. If the Christ or the Buddha walked among us today as modern men, would we recognize them? What would they be saying? And most importantly, would we listen? Every Sunday on this program, Share International Radio will examine extraordinary events that are unfolding behind the headline news. This may be the message of hope you've been waiting for. And now, welcome to this week's show. Welcome indeed to this week's show. This is your host, Diana Gold-Holland, helming the broadcast from today's sunny Vancouver, B.C., Canada. We're approaching our 100th show, but for those of you who are new, let me repeat that the uh, information that we present on this show is for your consideration only. If it has the ring of truth for you, be sure to investigate it further and to share it so that it can have the broadest impact possible. Our show premises are three in number. Number one, we are not alone. Number two, we have help of an extraordinary nature at this time in the fact that great teachers, perfected masters of wisdom, are emerging now onto the world scene to help guide us through the perilous transition that we are making now into a new age, the age of Aquarius. At the head of these perfected masters of wisdom, also known as the hierarchy, a spiritual hierarchy of this planet, stands the Lord Maitreya, the master of all the masters, who is emerging now very rapidly, as we said, onto the world scene. This story has been in progress since the, uh, the advent of Maitreya into the world, which was July 19th. 1977 so pretty much almost exactly 40 years ago today and his love his knowledge his wisdom have been pouring out into the world ever since and effecting changes in uh, our receptivity and our nature as well his energy is the energy of love he is the Christ principle bearer at this uh, time of change into the new age just as other great teachers have come before him in the person of people like Jesus Buddha Krishna all great teachers sent at the beginning of a new age to help humanity into a new understanding of our relationship with divinity and with one another as one human family so today the subject of our show is the power of love 
Maitreya's understanding of the nature of love and how it is redefining our world today. My guest is Patricia Pichon, a London-based freelance journalist who has contributed to Share International magazine, from whence we get much of our information. She has contributed to that magazine since 1983, and she's also authored a book called Searching for Maitreya that describes in part some of her encounters with him. Together with a BBC colleague, Brian James, she transcribed many of Maitreya's teachings from being in contact with members of the London Asian community where he had made his first and early appearance starting in 1977. He was living as an ordinary man in that community awaiting to come more uh, openly onto the world scene as humanity invites him forward. Uh, so uh, Patricia was able to uh, ascertain some of those early teachings in the Asian community, and she's also done interviews with Benjamin Krem's master, one of the masters of wisdom. Now, that needs a bit of explanation, too. We talked about the great teachers emerging onto our world scene now, called the masters of wisdom, and one of them was in direct telepathic contact 24-7 with the chief editor of the magazine Share International, Mr. Benjamin Krem, who lived in London and who lectured worldwide on the emergence of Maitreya and the Masters uh, for uh, almost 50 years, for a very long time, until his um, death uh, last October. So uh, all of this material, the Patricia's material, material on the emergence, material, material on Benjamin Krem, you can access all of this material on the Share International magazine website, which is www.share-international.org. That is Share, S-H-A-R-E, as in sharing, hyphen, international dot G, uh, O-R-G. So, the first um, thing that uh, we want to discuss with Patricia is a quote from the Master Dwellkul, one of these perfected masters, and that quote is, love is an energy, not a sentiment. Welcome, Patricia. I turn the mic over to you to comment on this very beautiful phrase, love is an energy, not a sentiment. Um, it's uh, lovely to be here. Uh, with you, Diana, and also all the listeners um, of this program, a cordial greeting to all of you. Um, I was always struck by this uh, phrase, love is an energy, not a sentiment. Um, and really, quite a long time before I had a, an actual experience of that, I pondered it because when I began to read um, the work of the Master Joel Kuhl, I began to realize that he was very serious about the power of this love. Love that is basically what stems from the human soul. It's not our selfish love. We prefer one person over another or we're only interested in our small circle of family and friends. This is a love that is much more universal, that grows in us gradually as our consciousness and our awareness develop. We begin to care beyond the circle of our immediate acquaintances and friends and family. And what happens in the world begins to concern us and we begin to feel the need for service. This is a development as 
um, our heart is affected ever more by this kind of love. Uh, the masters wield certain energies, and this is one of them. Um, they see this energy as a very dynamic, very active, very transforming energy. And if we want to, to change the world, this is the kind of love that we have to develop in a very practical way. It's a love that doesn't choose. It's not conditional. It's all-inclusive. It isn't looking for a reward. Um, and it responds to human need. This is, this is the kind of love that they speak of as, a, as an energy, which uh, is a powerful, transforming energy. So the fact of being unconditional is is the the very mainstream of this this love as energy and not a sentiment. Yes, exactly that. And this is the love that the masters themselves give. This is the love uh, that we know in the West as as the love of of the Christ. This is the love that Jesus gave. We can understand it in those terms when we think of things like that. And people who have been affected by this type of love are indeed transformed. But what we have to realize is that we also have to be able to learn to express that in very practical ways um, and, and ever deepen our love. And that is the most important thing, is somehow to take, take responsibility for the fact that we can develop that kind of love. And we do that by doing. There's no substitute for that. Mm-hmm. So we can achieve and manifest this this deeper form of love, and we do that through practical measures, as you said. Love love is also an action, as yes. an, an energy, not not only a sentiment. It's a very very dynamic energy that produces big changes, absolutely. And uh, I think in uh, in um, London, I mean, I'd like to talk about this a bit more. Uh, further on, but in London we've had quite a few knocks this summer. We had um, two terrorist attacks, one over Westminster Bridge, one over London Bridge. Uh, we had um, the terrible um, uh, attack in the in Manchester at the at the at the music concert, the pop mm-hmm. concert by Ariana Grande, and uh, then we had a terrible fire in a in a block in a tower block of of flats, a 24-story block, um, with with calamitous consequences. But again, in each and every one of these occasions, a certain kind of love was made manifest in the reaction of people who went to help. And um, this is, is profoundly interesting because we have had the opportunity of seeing this one episode after another. And it, it, it has been very noticeable in the middle of all this tragedy. And I think the same thing applies when we look at what happened in France, what we, when we look at what's happening in, in all of these shootings and whatnot occurring mm-hmm. everywhere. I just want to make one quick remark before we go to break. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to, in particular, this Grenfell fire in London and, and how that particularly manifested um, the energy of love. But for our listeners who are not familiar with the... Um, Master Joao Kuhl, the person who gave this quote, love is an energy, not a sentiment. I will give you the spelling of his name and a tiny bit of background before we go to break. The the Master Joao Kuhl, that's D-J-W-H-A-L, 
second word, K-H-U-L, that's his name, Chual Kul, is actually a Tibetan master. And um, he uh, was instrumental in bringing complete body of knowledge in the uh, lineage of the ageless wisdom teachings, as they are called. His body of knowledge came through Alice A. Bailey uh, at the earliest years of this, of, um, this century. All that uh, notwithstanding, stay with us because we are going to be talking about love as energy and action in the great fire recently in London. Stay tuned. We'll see you on the other side of the break with Patricia Pichon, London correspondent, the Share International, a London journalist who has also written. Your conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Spiritual, metaphysical, green living, psychic, alternative healing, life coaching. Do any of these or similar terms apply to your business or cause? If so, you are in a niche market with a very specific audience. Conscious Gate PR is the world's leading conscious public relations agency. With a global reach of over 4 million and growing, we offer comprehensive media campaigns to our targeted market. Learn more at ConsciousGatePR.com. Conscious Marketing for Conscious Minds. Join Vibe Nation radio host, international psychic medium, Carrie Turcott, as she guides her listeners to rediscover themselves by accessing the keys of knowledge that already exist within. Each week's show is divinely orchestrated to intertwine with the universal energies, allowing the listeners to go deeper within. At the end of each show, Carrie will tap into the energies of the listeners and give a message from spirit about the upcoming week. If you really want to get to know who you truly are, join Carrie each Monday at 3 p.m. on Vibe Nation Radio. Want to help build the coming golden age? Want to experience the Aquarian energies of love, light, and power? Transmission meditation is a simple way for you and two or more friends to do just that and accelerate your own spiritual growth at the same time. Check out Transmission Meditation at ShareOnTheAirRadio.org. That's ShareOnTheAirRadio.org. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who struggle with hunger. 
That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hello, welcome back. You're with host Diana Gold-Holland and our guest Patricia Pichon, a London-based journalist in um, in London. Duh. Uh, excuse me. I, I misspoke myself just as we went to break. Um, Patricia is not a correspondent for Share International Magazine. She is a contributor. So I want to um, uh, straighten the record on that as we come back now to discuss the Grenfell fire that happened on um, 14th of June of this year in London, England, a 24-story, 220-foot-high building block, a tower of public housing flats in the area of North Kensington, Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, West London, uh, tragically occurred. So, Patricia, please uh, tell us more about this terrible fire and how it relates to our theme today. Um, okay, um, the the fire uh, was um, very very unfortunate in the sense that it spread so quickly, and this is what made it so difficult uh, for people who were living in that um, tower block. Uh, basically, uh, there was an electrical fire on the fourth floor. Firemen went to actually uh, deal with that fire. They thought they had dealt with it, and uh, the whole plan of those kinds of blocks of flats is that. Fires should be contained, self-contained within each flat and not spread because when this block was originally built in the, in the 1970s, it had a, a, a concrete exterior, so the fire shouldn't have spread. But unfortunately, later, some cladding was added to it, and this cladding was uh, sheets of uh, metal and in between, unfortunately, a flammable material. And because of this, the fire spread within 15 minutes with huge flames shooting up into the sky, right up through the floors um, at, 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 a, at a tremendous speed. And uh, ultimately this caused 80 deaths. And uh, there, were, there was only one staircase and people had the wrong instructions, um, stay, stay in your flats until we get to you. But in fact, with that kind of a fire, it was extremely difficult. To, to get to everyone, and uh, the firemen, although they did their level best, uh, didn't have the right equipment to go above the 14th floor with ladders. Also, there were no sprinklers, and um, um, there were many, many uh, failings here that uh, had to do with, on the one hand, uh, 10,000 firemen were cut from the service. On the other hand, the Tenants Association of this block had been writing to uh, Kensington and Chelsea Council, which is the borough responsible for this building, and they were ignored. Um, a surveyor repeatedly raised uh, concerns about fire hazards uh, in the block, um, and the, um, the firemen themselves also were aware of, uh, of the dangers of this kind of thing. So, and, so, how, um, so, so how could this have actually happened? No sprinklers and, no sprinklers. and one, one stair? Uh, there was well, no legal obligation on the developers, apparently. Um, and, uh, and there were very confused instructions. 
um, to developers about blocks and building and the fire regulations and things like that. It was really, really a very enormous, shameful, systemic failure in that respect. Um, so this this uh, this level of uh, bureaucratic inertia, not responding to people's concerns, and um, uh, unfortunately carried on um, as this fire spread because what immediately happened was that residents in the area all came forward as people were you know racing down the stairs and trying to leave the building and trying to get out and uh, and they uh, there was instantaneous offers of help of every description there were people coming with bottles of water with clothing with all sorts of things there were also quite a few famous people who also made an appearance one was a, um, a, a one was a, a very well known chef here called Jamie Oliver who also cooks on television and he has a restaurant not far from that building and he put out through the social media that whoever whoever could could come was perfectly welcome to come and have a free meal and have some shelter there anyone could come Yes, he's very well known in in yes. North America as well, where his broadcast his his programs are broadcast. Yes, well, he 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 was very a very quick responder. Um, the wife of our former Prime Minister David Cameron was on the scene early on. Uh, she attended. She went to a church called St. Clement's and was there with bottles of water and and all sorts of things, and many many ordinary people. And it's a very interesting mixed sort of area. You had uh, Muslim aid charities, you had Sikhs, you had you had the the communities from the, the surrounding churches. All these people were were coming together to to give whatever help they could. And lots of people also on social media saying, you know, I have a free bed, or you can come and stay. Um, uh, you know, please contact me. I have some room because. Um, it took some time to reallocate people, uh, and the um, the council uh, itself, the officials of the council, their response was very slow, in contrast to the response of people spontaneously responding to something so terrible and just being there and doing very practical things. Um, the churches and the mosques and all, all these community centers, all, all these people responded very quickly, and just ordinary people in the area as well. And other people came from other areas and, and also brought food, brought all sorts of stuff. What was really dreadful was that because the instructions were to stay in place until someone came to rescue you, in the end, there were desperate mothers who actually threw their babies and their young children from, from the windows. There were about 10 oh. of these at least. And one very heroic man who was the neighbor of one particular woman kept saying, I'm down here, I'll catch her, please don't worry. You know, throw her out of the window, I'll catch her. Um, and he did. It was a four-year-old girl and uh, it was five floors up and he caught her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the but I it's believed the 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 mother of this child perished. There were many terrible scenes, all watched on television by everybody, and uh, it was uh, the the level of help was so great 
that about two or three days um, after the fire, there were a lot of notices on social media from churches, from uh, humanitarian organizations, from all sorts of people saying, uh, please, no more clothes or or food. We're absolutely overwhelmed. We have more than enough right now, uh, and we can't actually absorb any more, which was in itself quite extraordinary. So, so would you say that this is a, a, a demonstration of how man can achieve and and put into action this this more profound unconditional love that that has been described to us? This was definitely a demonstration of that kind of brotherly love. It was extremely moving, in the middle of so much tragedy and so much heartache. Um, how people how people responded to this, the alacrity with which they responded, and there was a very sharp contrast between that and the official actions of officials in the council. Right. Um, so there was a difference. Uh, I mean, just to give you a sort of uh, an example that I directly came across, I went to my local laund- laundrette, and uh, there were some um, lads that work in there. And it's also a dry cleaners. And um, this is not near Grenfell Tower. It's, a, it's another neighborhood. In, in, that's in West London, and this neighborhood is in uh, North London. And uh, we, were, we were talking about what had happened, and they told me that as soon as they realized what was happening, they took all the dry cleaning that had not been collected for over two years from the dry cleaner section of the laundry, put it into... Um, uh, you know, one of their cars, and uh, or st- it was more like a station wagon, and uh, two or three of them rode in this in this car, and went directly down there to distribute clothing. Which goes to show you that everybody has something within their yes. ken, within their reach, within their available yes. resources that is maybe not being used, which could be perfectly serviceable, is in a practical way to refugees, to fire victims, and things like this. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I see, um, um, Patricia, this same kind of thing is happening. We are having very big uh, forest fires, which happen yearly, but are getting worse with all of this climate change. They're actually of disastrous proportions. Mm-hmm. And again, the stores, the grocery stores, and other stores are putting up signs that they are collecting relief money and materials to um, send on to these people. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's all neighborhoods. It's all people yes. that are... Ordinary that are people in ordinary their neighborhoods. People. Exactly. That is what has been so striking here as well. Indeed. Extraordinary. So it's, it's a proof that it can be done. We just need to share differently. And it's no skin off our backs that, you know, two-year-old um, clothes go, 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 go useful. Yes, go useful is a good expression for that. I mean, I was quite amazed that that's what they came up with, but it's so practical. It's just immediate, and there they were with clothing and all that. I I want to just mention mm. to our our listeners that um, we are basing our discussion on a particular article that appeared in the December 2016 edition of Share International magazine. It is a compilation uh, on page 10 called The Need to Love. 
this is a compilation of various uh, things that have appeared in the magazine beforehand. Some of them have to do with Maitreya's, with messages that were delivered from Maitreya to the public starting way back in 1977 through Benjamin Krem at public lectures. Uh, we'll talk more about that, but those messages were compiled and they are very fruitful um, sources of inspiration and teaching. There are other um, sections here based on uh, the monthly article that appears from that appeared from Benjamin Krem's own personal master uh, at the front of every publication of Share International. He uh, said that he would provide these articles for as long as he considered it uh, useful and uh, did so right up until now when we are repeating or when Share International is bringing them forward again as totally timeless. There are quotes from Mr. Cram's books, etc. in this compilation, and I invite you to go to www.share-international.org, look up the December issue, and find the compilation for yourself. We will be placing the URL on the Facebook page as well for Share on the Air Radio North America, and you can access the material in that way too. Stay tuned. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Have you bought into the idea that you have to work hard for your money, that business is hard? I will share some dynamic access consciousness tools to get you out of your own way so you can create a business that actually succeeds. Join me, Simone Millicis, on the Joy of Business at 4 p.m. Mondays Eastern. Want to help humanity and the planet? Transmission meditation is a simple but powerful way for you and two or more friends to do just that and dramatically accelerate your own spiritual growth. You can read the book on transmission meditation free online. Visit shareontheairradio.org for details. That's shareontheairradio.org. shareontheairradio.org. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Basic resume to save on the very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, "Hey, man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it." My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt; I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
Welcome back. We're here with uh, guest Patricia Pichon today uh, discussing the energy of love and how it is transforming the world today. We are basing this, as I mentioned before the break, on a compilation in the December issue of Share International Magazine entitled The Need to Love. The second item of that compilation has an absolutely wonderful quote which um, I'm going to invite Patricia to comment on. And that quote is this. Here we go. Shortly, we'll begin a process of transformation unlike aught seen before. And Patricia, and you take it further and it continues yes. indeed. It continues. This is from the Master's article of that December issue. Uh, and he, he prefaces this by saying, however he may try, man cannot live without love. And then he adds, shortly we'll begin a process of transformation unlike odd seen before. Gone forever, the sight of millions starving, the daily heartache of the dispossessed, the everlasting travail of the world's poor. Gone from sight and mind, the threat of self-destruction, the unholy terror which human- has humanity in thrall. Gone, too, the lack of trust which curbs and limits every man's action and sets him against his neighbor and himself. All this shall man achieve by demonstrating love. And I think this is particularly relevant to to what we were just talking about, that people did throw caution to the winds in the face of so much tragedy. They came forward, they offered their homes, they offered what they could share, um, it was really very striking and uh, and very encouraging in, in the middle of so much sadness and so much loss. And this is the kind of thing that the masters are concerned with, that we can respond with more alacrity to human needs at, at, on this planet at this moment. One of the greatest of these is hunger. Another is the help that people uh, require when there are natural disasters or, or tragedies like this fire. Um, it, is, it is to do with feeling connected, and the way that we begin to feel ever more connected is by responding, is by actually caring, is by giving that kind of love in that sort of way. And there's a, a wonderful statement from Benjamin Krem himself, also printed in this section, The Need to Love, in, in the December issue of the magazine. And it says, Love is absolutely fundamental to our nature, and without its manifestation, we cannot continue to live. It is expressed by right relationship, manifesting through sharing and justice for all. And yes, when we look at that, this transformation process unlike aught seen before with that with that sharing i mean imagine when the master says gone forever the sight of millions starving yes gone forever the sight of millions starving we know we have the wherewithal to feed everyone yes we do know that we do know that and so if we can begin to respond with incidences like this fire or the fires here in Canada or what have you, it is within our ken to make gone forever the sight of minions starving. And I think that's the kind of thing that is being pointed out. Look at his second statement. Gone from sight and mind, the threat of self-destruction, the unholy terror that has humanity in thrall. 
Look yes, at our current absolutely. political situation. I mean, are we not skirting this very thing? We're skirting it, and yet um, uh, Maitreya has said before that he, he says he can see that humanity comes close to the abyss, but then withdraws from that abyss, and his heart is glad. He sees into the future, and he knows the moment and the urgency of this time, but he says man is not actually going to walk into self-destruction. He may come close to that abyss, but he's not going to go there. And maybe we are beginning to see very early signs of that in, in, in a variety of ways. Many more people are actually um, engaging, for example, in volunteering. This is a phenomenon. It's happening. And, uh, and it matters a great deal. It says, I, too, am responsible for, for, the, for, for this earth, for the needs, for the miseries of people, for, the, for, for whatever it is that we can give. Um, one thing that struck me when we were just talking about the Grenfell Fire is that within a very short time, I got an email from the institute where I trained as a psychotherapist because I actually did that training as well and finished it in uh, 2003, and I've been working part-time as a psychotherapist ever since then. And uh, the institute where I trained actually sent forwarded a letter from, from a woman who was coordinating all sorts of therapists in the London area to uh, offer some free time to give counseling and, and whatever help they could. And so I was being invited to, to join this. And, of course, I, I did put my name down with all my details and, and my training and so on and sent it on. And then I got a letter from the coordinator, and she said, we have been so inundated with offers of help that it's going to take us several weeks to sort through this before uh, some of you may hear from us. So there was an enormous response to that request. Which is interesting because, you know, I've always thought that the whole problem is one of distribution. And even now, when you see, you know, please don't send any extra clothes, it'll take us a while to get back to you about volunteering your services, etc. It's all in the distribution that, that, that we get boggled down. So yes. there is the goodwill on one end, and there is the need on the other. And yet, how many distribution networks are at our disposal or at, are at the disposal of the powers that be? Imagine turning the military planes into you know, delivery convoys. And yes. so many things like that could, could happen. And, and so I, in that sense, I would like to hear your comments, um, um, Patricia, on the last part of that master's quote, which is also very powerful. Gone to the lack of trust, which curbs and limits man's every action and sets him against his neighbor and himself. Yes, I mean, this is interesting because I actually think that as people respond uh, with, with ever, ever greater urgency to the needs of the time and come across many other kinds of people also engaged in this, this is one of the ways in which trust is going to gradually be restored because people who are um, at the sharp end of suffering, of need, and so on, are going to actually experience and, and are beginning to experience the help of others who could just as easily have stayed at home or forgotten about this kind of thing or ignored it and haven't done that. Um, and we need many millions of people to do this, but it is already beginning to happen. Um, I, think, I think that as we become engaged 
we become connected and we and we reconnect with people as well all sorts of people and this is the thing the net that gradually spreads a sort of net of light if you like and and restores trust and this is this is the way forward there isn't any other way this is how we express our love and this is indeed the name of this article love the way forward by benjamin krems master and i would like our listeners to know that there had been a compilation in i believe 2004 of the master's articles at the beginning of share international magazine since its inception in uh, 1982 so that was published and now just weeks ago came out a new release a master speaks volume two which has the subsequent um, master's articles all in uh, in in book format so this is essentially hot off the press and these um, articles from the master provide Benjamin Krems master provide so much food for thought the the mere fact of of reading these messages which are timeless and actually thinking about them I believe and so do many others put certain energies out into the mind belt where they can be captured by others who are sensitive to them and in that way we share on a mental level as well as the physical it, it's it's very interesting what you're saying because um, I think that connects very well to um, another quote from the master Joel Kuhl who says, as evolution proceeds, it shows itself as a gradual expansion of the love faculty, passing through the stages of love of mate, love of family, love of surrounding associates, to love of one's entire environment. Patriotism gives place later to love of humanity, often humanity as exemplified in one of the great ones, meaning one of the masters. And he adds something else that's very interesting. He says, um, as man in service learns the power of love in its occult significance, meaning, you know, in the, in, the, in the aspect of the hidden knowledge of the power of love, he spends and consequently receives. He lives the life of renunciation and the wealth of the heavens pours in on him. He asks nothing for himself and is the richest man on earth. Oh, I think you need to repeat that. <laughs> it's quite wonderful. It's, Isn't it's it? really Please sort of setting that. out the path, you know. Yeah, he says, exactly. He says, as man in service learns the power of love in its occult significance, he spends and consequently receives. He lives the life of renunciation and the wealth of the heavens pours in on him. He asks nothing for himself and is the richest man on earth. And really, this ties in with the idea that the love that the masters are talking about is the love that doesn't require a recompense and doesn't ask anything for oneself. It's a giving without thought of being rewarded for it. And when you give in that sort of way, you are really giving from your soul. And that in itself calls forth those riches, you know, what, what, what the master calls the wealth of the heavens, pouring in on him really you're you're giving love and you're receiving ever more love and you give more of it and you receive still more that's what he's referring to 
but but we have also the fact that when you do that, when you give that love, you are escaping your fear that there is not enough, that there never will be enough. Exactly. That you exactly. are personally you... in lack, etc. It is the breaking down of many, many very strong conditionings that are all based on fear, which I believe we say is it, it is not hate that is the opposite of love but fear absolutely absolutely and you lose your fear because you discover this occult principle the more you give the more you receive i think um, saint francis of assisi also referred to that in the great saint francis prayer that's what i think he was referring to um because this is actually something for each of us to discover personally and directly that this that this is true. This is in fact true. And indeed, and as I, as I recall in the Alice Bailey teachings previously referred to, uh, it says, "To those who give, shall be given again. To those who give, shall be given, so that they can give again." Yes, yes, that's that's exactly right. Pretty heady stuff. Mm, but um, beautiful and practical. And true. Mm-hmm. and a demonstration of love as energy. Uh, stay with us. We'll be back on the other side of the break to continue this time. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Share International Magazine is unique in the world today. It draws connections that make sense between headline news and spiritual changes unfolding now on a global scale and explains the forces driving those changes. It may be the message of hope you have been waiting for. Investigate for yourself at shareontheairradio.org. That's shareontheairradio.org. Shareontheairradio.org. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hello and welcome back to our final segment today with uh, author and journalist Patricia Pichon. 
in a minute, I will ask Patricia to read a quote from the messages from Maitreya, again, in this compilation in the Share International magazine, December 16 issue, page 10. Um, but I want to explain a little bit about the messages from Maitreya to begin with. It is actually a compiled book um, published uh, with many others by Benjamin Krem, who edited these um, messages. They are a transcript of communications that he was asked to receive in the very early stages of Maitreya's emergence. Uh, this was a service, it was an experiment, and uh, he began delivering these messages at the beginning of, of lectures that he was giving in a friend's house, Euston Road, in London, about the emergence of Maitreya. And he continued giving these lectures um, up until very, very near to, to um, his passing. So uh, from 1977 to 1982, these messages were delivered. They come, they are Maitreya's ideas, they are Maitreya's inspiration, but they were delivered through Mr. Krem's voice box, which was slightly altered in tone and quality from the energies of Maitreya passing through as the messages were delivered. There was a total of 140 of them. And if you listen to these messages, or if you read them, with great focus, the energies that were delivered at that time are re-released with each, each hearing or reading. And this is why there was always a message played at the beginning of every lecture by Mr. Krem, these many decades worth of years. So um, you're welcome to look them up on the Share International website. They are available for purchase at a modest price. The name of the book is Messages from Maitreya, The Christ, The 140 Messages. And um, please, Patricia, I believe you've picked a section from Message 29, which you would like to comment. Um, yes, I would, Diana. I just wanted to preface that by uh, explaining that one of the most effective, I think the most effective way of invoking Maitreya's energy is actually to say one of these messages out loud. And in fact, um, I had experience of that when I was translating um, 10 messages into Spanish for the first time that anything was ever translated from uh, Benjamin Krem's uh, uh, book uh, into Spanish. And there were me messages of Maitreya in there. And in order to make sure I had made a correct translation, I would sort of sound them out loud, uh, both in English and in Spanish. And I spent, you know, the better part of the day doing this. And suddenly I was seized with the most incredible ache of love. I can't describe it in any other way. And I found myself weeping. And I thought, well, am I going mad? What's this? And uh, I rang Benjamin Krem and asked him, why would this be happening to me? And he, he, he laughed. He said, you, you've been invoking Maitreya's energy all day. That wonderful energy of love that actually one can experience as as a as an ache of the heart, you know, it's it's such an intense love that pours through when when you invoke his energy in that way. So, oh my um, God, you know, I translated I translated the messages into French, and I mm -hmm. I tell you, I had that same experience. This ah. ache of love, yes, how well put, uh, how very you well see. put. 
the so messages are available for people in several languages, and you just yes. need to check it out. Yes, and people can experiment with that. They can actually say the messages aloud over and over again and see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Uh, and I think many people can experience things like that and understand something of the quality of this love. Um, so anyway, I would like very much to read this uh, excerpt from message number 29 of Maitreya. He says, my teaching is twofold. It has to do with man's physical nature, the necessities of life. It has to do also with man's relationship to that divine being whom we call God. In my vocabulary, these are as one. For only insofar as man correctly relates to man, does he so relate to God. My plan is to show you this, to teach you that when man discovers in himself the ability to share, to love, to trust, from that moment begins his ascent to God. When man discovers in himself the ability to share, to love, love. Yes. to trust, from that moment begins his ascent to God. Share, love, and trust. Yes. And that is something that is very dynamic and very possible. And he invites us to walk that path and find out for ourselves what that is. Absolutely. And I invite us to see that plan and that path working out as we see on our television sets, things happening as we volunteer in our communities, as we open our eyes to a person on the bus, you know, mm. uh, all, all of these, there's such a range whereby this energy of love can be demonstrated. It's, it is total creativity for those who are searching for a creative outlet. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's really, it's really kind of put, puts into practice a particular law that one can also discover by doing this, which is that it's not a matter of waiting for him to emerge so that we can then all become good. What has to happen is that we start taking steps now. And in the measure in which we take steps, they, the masters, take steps toward us. It's a law. It's an actual spiritual law. And as well, they need to be invited into our midst. So, they are invited into our midst, of course. It, it has to be by invitation. Masters never, ever impose themselves or violate human free will. But through our actions, actually coming to the aid of people, serving people, being aware of the time we live in and the need that there is, in the measure in which we put things like this into practice, we take steps and they then take, take steps towards us. In fact, in... In, uh, in a series called the Agni Yoga series, which also has uh, the teachings of these masters in, in, in them, um, there is a statement, uh, if you take a step towards the master, the master will take a hundred steps towards you. That's right. Let me refresh for our, our listeners the Agni, A-G-N-I, Yoga, Agni yoga series. Yeah, yes. Books. yes. This is produced by uh, another... Um, great disciple uh, working with directly with the masters. This was Helena Rorick, 
Yes, um, a Russian woman, and uh, and this uh, this uh, series uh, actually reproduces some of the other masters' writings as well as some of Maitreya's writings. Even though he he isn't uh, mentioned as the author of of uh, some of these writings, but uh, some of the masters are mentioned directly. The the master who was Madame Blavatsky's master, the master Moria. An Indian master. He's mentioned in uh, in the title of one of the books. I think it's and called Leaves from Moria's Garden or something like that. There's several books. They have a certain very elevated tone, but they are quite powerful in in the ideas that they present to us and the the invitation that they present to us to to exactly. actually act. Yes. We're we're coming up. Um, very closely to the end of our show, so I want to um, present some further possibilities for our listeners to to uh, follow up on on the most modern of these teachings, those that uh, have come through Benjamin Krem. Uh, first of all, there is of course the December 16 issue of 2016 issue of Share International magazine, which we've referred to several times. There are many other compilations in Share International too, uh, inclu- including the Future Before Us, the Environment, many of Maitreya's individual teachings. Um, check out the compilations on the website www.share-international.org and if you are totally new to this information be sure to check out the introductory tour that you can access from the home page it will give you the complete background of the arrival emergence uh, priorities and plans of the Lord Maitreya and the other great teachers emerging now into the world. It's fundamental to have that basic information, and for many of you, it will prove um, quite an elation. There are also four free book downloads of works by Benjamin Krem uh, on on the website. Four free book downloads, including one on transmission meditation a meditation for the new age, which was introduced by Benjamin Krem's master through Benjamin Krem. There are now transmission groups uh, in many, 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 many cities of the world. And this book uh, shows you how you can easily set up your own transmission meditation with two or three friends, why you would want to do that. But mainly, it gives you a simple and powerful way to help make the world a better place at this time by working directly with the Masters of Wisdom in stepping down and anchoring powerful energies of love, light, and synthesis. It is a very simple practice that does not ask you to give up any of your other practices or habits or what have you. Uh, so an extremely valuable free booklet download as well as the the other three so um, lots of material here for those of you who are new to to find your way through this and many demonstrations today how the advent of this required love energy pouring out into the world is finding a home in human beings who are now considering ourselves one human family and responding unconditionally and uh, generously to the needs of our fellow man. Love is not a sentiment, it is an energy, an unconditional energy that responds to need. Patricia, thank you so much for being my guest today and for elucidating on this theme so very powerfully. 
thank you, diana, for inviting me onto your program.